Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've had this for a little while, and the title of it, this, this is for, an off, for the offering, for what God wants to do. It's called Receive, Release, Increase. We receive from God, whether we realize it or not, we receive. Everything we have, the Bible says, every good and perfect gift comes from above. So we receive from God. We release to God. Increase comes. Thank you, Jesus. I've heard this. I'll just tell you what I heard last night when I was up here. They were practicing, and I was sitting in, in our office this is what God said. I, I wrote it down. He says, I know where your gold is. He says, I know where your gold is. <laughs> he said, it's not at the end of the rainbow. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's at the end of my instructions. That's what he said. <laughs> see, the end of the rainbow is something that we see in the future, but we can never get to it. Amen. <laughs> you ever tried to? You can't get to the yeah. end of the rainbow. I've seen where it touched the ground before, way out there, but you can't get there. When you get there, it's gone. But he says, I know where your gold is. And it's not at the end of the rainbow. It's at the end of my instructions. And probably about a week and a half ago, this question, he, he posed this question to me. He said, where's the gold? He said, God knows where the gold for you is to fund his plan for your life. He knows where it's at. You know, the Bible actually tells us, says that a poor man, people will not listen to. It doesn't matter how much wisdom they have. I'll just ask you this. You know, we drive down, the, we go places and you, come up to an intersection and you see someone standing there with a sign. Have you ever rolled your window down and asked them for counsel? I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm making a point. They may be brilliant. They could be. But I've never stopped and said, hey, can you tell me how I need to invest? Can you tell me what I need to do in this? 
the Bible says a poor man they will not listen to. It didn't say that he didn't have knowledge. It says we won't listen. Hallelujah. But God knows where your gold is. Just think about this. God told Adam in Genesis, it says, the gold is here. He told him what mountain the gold was on. He told him. Adam didn't need any gold. He walked with God. But somewhere along the way, God knew he was going to need some provision because he wasn't, well, God told him, the gold is here. God told the Israelites when Moses was leading them out of Egypt, he told them to go to the Israel, to the people, get their earrings, get their jewelry, get their necklaces, get their rings on their fingers, get their gold. He told them where their gold was. Jesus told one of his disciples to go fishing. caught a fish the gold was in his mouth <laughs> Amen. hallelujah the gold Jesus knew where the gold was they had taxes to pay God knows where your gold is <laughs> hallelujah <coughs> he put it there Exact, that's exactly right, Brother Ernie. He put it there. You know, I saw one time I was praying about tithes and offerings, praying about Malachi 3, where it talks about your tithes and your offerings, and it talks about in Luke 6, 38, talks about giving. And God showed me a money bill, but he, did, he had it folded where I couldn't see the denomination because that's not what's important he said your tithe opens the windows of heaven see my tithe your tithe everybody's tithe is different that's why I couldn't see what it was but he said your tithe opens the windows of heaven but in Luke 6 38 it says give and it shall be, be given unto you pressed down shaken together and running over shall men give unto you well, he showed me another money bill, and it was folded where he couldn't see it as well. And he says, when you give, it opens the hearts and hands of men to sow into you, to bless you. God knows where your gold is. See, there's a war for that seed. Did y'all hear me? There's a war for this right here because the enemy knows how powerful this is the enemy knows that this will open the windows of heaven the enemy knows it opens up provision so there's a war against that right there 
The war is in our mind. The war is fear. The war is doubt. The war is unbelief. Hallelujah. You know, fear comes. Psalms 23, verse 5 is the one that says, God prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. What is that table? That table is provision. And where's that table at? In the presence of your enemies. Your enemy is fear. Your enemy is fear. Your enemy is, God, I can't afford to. I've said that. And when the exact opposite is the truth, I can't afford not to. But the enemy tells you, you can't afford to give. You can't afford to sow. You can't afford to. When in reality, is it, it's you can't afford not to. Amen. Your provision is in the presence of your enemies. And your enemy is fear, doubt, unbelief. Isaac, in Genesis, it talks about Isaac. Genesis 26 Chapter 26 talks about Isaac and says that God told there was a famine in the land and God told Isaac where to go. Where did he send him? To the land of the Philistines. The Philistines have been an enemy against God's people as far as you, when you first read about them, they're an enemy of God's people. God said, go Go to the land of the Philistines. Go to where your enemy is. And he says, and sow in that land. Sow there. Sow in the presence of your enemies. He went there and he sowed as God instructed him. And he says that he, in that same year he reaped a hundredfold. And the Philistines envied him. They actually at one point in there told him, would you mind leaving? God has blessed you too much. We don't want you here. They asked him to leave their land. God wants to bless us to the point that it makes our enemies envious. I know people, I want just enough to get by. I got enough to pay my bills. No, I want to make somebody jealous. I want to make them jealous. I want to make them jealous. Not of me, but I want to make them jealous and say, my word, his God takes care of him. My word, his God takes care of him. His God takes care of him. I want to know him. See, it even says that in when you read about the tithe in Malachi. It says that the nations shall call you blessed. 
Nations shall call you blessed. You will be the lender and not the borrower. There is power in this right here. That's why the enemy wants to keep you, keep you from sowing it. Hallelujah. 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 But the, one of the biggest lies the enemy will tell you, and he's told me, and I've listened to it many times, is you can't afford to. He'll tell you. You'll think it's your own thinking. You'll think that it's, well, I, I see what's in my checkbook, so I can't afford to. That's, that's. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just know in, in the mind people are, are saying, they're hearing what you're saying, but they're saying, I've heard those words before. But the Lord is saying, grab a hold of the spirit of the grab matter. Grab a hold of the it. spirit of provision. Pull this down on the inside of you to walk out of whatever my you're going through in the name that's above every name. The provision of the Lord is here. I receive it, God. I receive this word into my spirit, man, today. I receive this word that I will walk out of poverty. I will walk out of debt. I will walk out of it. I will be what God called me to be. I will be healed. I will be delivered. I will be saved. I will serve the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I receive, God, your words today through Pastor Robert. Hallelujah. I'm glad you said the word poverty because when I get to reading my notes, sometimes I skip over stuff. I miss stuff. Proverbs 20, 13. The word poverty is mentioned in there. And poverty means to occupy by driving out the previous tenant. Poverty, having a poverty mindset will drive out the provision of God. Amen. It will drive out provision. It will drive out spiritual thinking it, it drives it out it challenges what God says poverty does Proverbs 6 it talks about poverty it says it comes as an armed man which means you look up the word armed it means to build a hedge poverty will build a hedge around you that keeps the provision of God from being able to come in. Come on. It will build a hedge that keeps a hedge of fear, a hedge of doubt, a hedge of unbelief. And it will keep the, the provision of God from coming in. Amen. So a few months ago, we were planning our, our honeymoon vacation. And the very day 
Well, Andy had gotten a new job the week before. And the very day before our vacation, he lost his job. Their mistake, but we still lost his job. And in this time since May, it's like we have not decreased at all. Our savings has, is just as full as it, used, it was at the beginning. And Jesus. we have literally been the lender and not the borrower in this season. When we should have been decreasing, we have been increasing. And so I, right before Pastor Robert said, or Andy said, Minister Andy said, lender and not the borrower, I was thinking, Thank you, Jesus. You caused us to be the lender and not the borrower. God is going to bring those people in your life that you, you can literally sow into. You can be the lender. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that there was more than enough for us and others as well. We gave. We gave. We, there was not a time that we did not give on Wednesday night for the food. There was not a time that we didn't pour into um, whatever was going on uh, or whatever God said to, to give. There was never a time that we, we stopped giving, whether it was our tithe or whether it was offering. We didn't stop, and yet he allowed us to be the lender and not Amen. the borrower. And so I just want to give God praise for that. And you took your vacation. And, yes, and we took the vacation. And we took the vacation. Amen. <laughs> and everything at that Woo. season came against us to keep us from going. We had to get four new tires, a job loss. The, the central air broke for three or four days. They had to order a part. All that came against us to keep us from going on a vacation the very week of. But God. Thank you, Jesus. In the presence of your enemies God supplies Amen. and I'm glad I like co-teaching co-teaching somebody says something like Monica and it stirs something else and then Rhonda talks about she gave she gives every Wednesday to Wednesday night that is an opportunity Amen. to come up even if it's just a little bit when we had home group at our house, we spent, on average, we were spending 40 to $50 a week to feed our home group. We were, that's giving. This is not just giving. That's giving. We gave to take care of the people. We had so much food in our refrigerator before the next Wednesday, it's like we don't have room for no more. We got to get rid of it. We got to give some of this. It's got to go somewhere. It works, people. Amen. It works. It works. So on Wednesday night, we're probably going to have something at the end of the bar to give people an opportunity. It's not that we need your money. God does not need my tithe. It's not a whole lot. 
Why would he? He knows where the gold is in the hill that he created. Amen. If he wants some gold, he just he knows where it's at. He does not need this. What he wants is, as Pastor Dennis said earlier, he wants my heart. He wants my heart. And you've always heard it says, put your money, well, you said put your money where your mouth is, but God says put your money where your heart is. Amen. Put your money where your heart is. You want to come up? Just start ask God. He'll show you where to sow. And it's not, he's not going to tell you, well, I'm not going to go there. But he will give you something to do that will pull you out of your comfort zone. It will pull you out of your comfort zone to give. And when you do, he will start raising you up. Money will start showing up that you didn't know. Food will appear. No famine. I've told y'all before, God told me to sow my house payment. I, I didn't call the lender and say, God told me to sow my house payment this month, so I'm not going to be sending it to you. That does not go over too well. It took me three months I'm just telling you, it took me three months, and I heard God tell me to get the courage to step into it. When I did, I still made my house payment, and I cannot to this day tell you how it took place. I don't know. All I know is when it come time to make the house payment, the money was it. Was it. So I made the house payment, too. Huh? Your mic is going Hallelujah. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. He told us to go to Conway one time. We were making a trip up there. A come and go trip. Good bit of gas. It's three hours away. We didn't know. Had enough gas to get there. And, you know, kind of get back home driving down the road and on the sidewalk saw a hundred dollar bill headed out of town had enough to make sure we had enough gas and food to eat more than enough Amen. Oh, Charlotte. I remember um one time you, you shared a great revelation and it stayed with me. You said, we can count the seeds in an apple, but we'll never count the apples in the seed. And I know that this is the day, these are the days where the reaper is overtaking the sower. And, and you know, we've been taught what I have in my hand, all in my bank account, in my, in my buried, in, my, in the ground, in my jar, all I have. Is it enough to last me the rest of my life? It, because what's in my hand, it's either my harvest, it's everything I have, or it's my seed. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. And if it'll last me all my life, I can hoard it up and, and, and be whatever with it. But if it doesn't, I better be sowing seeds because the reaper is overtaking the sower. 
in these days. Hallelujah. Seeds are powerful. I know a person that was going through something, and they they were going through it. They'd get a little. They'd get some victory. Then here come the enemy attack. They'd get some victory, and I kept praying, and I was praying for them. And God would tell me, he "says sow a seed." I'd sow a seed and pray. Then the next time the battle hit, it says he'd say, "Sow a seed," and he always told me what to sow. Sow a seed. I sow a seed and pray. I sowed seeds and prayed. Sowed seeds and prayed for a while and then one day God said I heard him just as plain as day says you'll never have to sow another seed for that again and I haven't that person stepped into their destiny and I've never sowed another seed for that it works it works Thank you, Jesus. God wants his people blessed he wants his people blessed. He wants us to make the, pe- the enemy jealous. Not just the enemy. He wants us to make other people that are constantly watching us jealous. <laughs> just think about that. He wants you to make someone jealous because he has blessed you so much. pray and we'll fast for whatever our situation is and I'm telling you more often than not along with that prayer and fasting to actually break that we have to sow a seed and it is the sowing of the seed along with the praying and fasting but the sowing of the seed breaks it that's the last step right there amen it happens that way it all boils down to he wants our heart. That's what it comes down to. He wants what has the potential to have you. And most of the time, it's our money. A whole lot. <laughs> Come on. You know, um, everyone's been sharing their little revelations and here and there. And they're not little, they're, they're bigger than what we think. And what I keep hearing is that, um, you know, I don't have a seed to sow. You're wrong. Everything that you need to sow has been given to you. Amen. It could be your money. True. It could be your time. It could be your ear for a friend or someone. There is always a seed to be sown. And if you don't realize that, ask God to ask Him, what can you sow? What do you need to sow? He might tell you to sow $5 or He might tell you to sow five minutes. But there's always a seed to be sown because there's always going to be a harvest to reap mm-hmm. hallelujah minister Andy would you 
walk up on the platform right there for just a minute. Come right over here. All right, right there. Pull your britches legs up just a little bit. See those shoes? Minister Andy sold his shoes before. Now he's got some nice black dress shoes. But he has. He didn't have anything to sew. He took his shoes off and laid them on the altar. Okay. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this revelation, God, that has gone forth. And Lord, we just ask that you would birth it into our spirit yes, to know that you are our provider, that you want to bless us. You want to that we are the children of the king. We are the children of the king. We are the children of the king. Just let that sink in. You are a child of the king. He wants you to dress and look and talk and act like a child of the king. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, just birth this revelation in us. We ask it in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you bless these tithes, these offerings, for the furtherance of your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.